It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. It's the Rich Eisen Show Basketball Podcast. Brockman here, as always, joined by Adam, TJ. What's up, guys? What's going on? What's cracking? What's cracking? Wearing purple today for the celebration. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> it's over, guys. The NBA season is officially concluded. The Denver Nuggets are your NBA champions in five games. Just like I predicted. Taking out the Miami Heat. Is that what you said, Denver in five? Oh, at the beginning of the season. Yeah. <laughs> at the beginning of the, at the very, very beginning? <laughs> Before the first game. How are you guys going to uh, remember this NBA season? Is it for the greatness that we saw from Jokic in Denver all year, or is it something else, Adam? It has to be the coronation of, of Jokic becoming arguably the number one player in the league. I think most people think he's that guy right now. And cementing his legacy. You know, when players don't win championships, there's always that doubt. There's always that, oh, well, this guy didn't get it done. You know, he was a great player, but he never won a ring. And now Nikola Jokic has a ring. If he doesn't win one more ring the rest of his career, it doesn't matter. He still won a ring, and he's an all-time great. And he's cemented that status by winning this championship this year. I think that's a good take. TJ, what do you think about that? Well, you know, neither of my teams won, so this year sucked. So, <laughs> no, um, <laughs> I'm with you. We were over for You know, yeah. the, the thing with Joker is this, right? It's like a lot of people just discovered that guy, it's seemingly in the last three months. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. The thing is, sure, sure. the man had two previous MVP seasons arguably one or two, the first or the second best player during the regular season this year. Um, As the season concluded, it was obvious he was number one. So if you're someone who paid attention and knew that this guy had been good for a very long time, but what he did in these playoffs was was pretty outstanding. But I brought this point up on, on the big show earlier today. You know, I look back to last year's Nuggets team and, you know, they lost to the Warriors, who went on to win the championship, obviously. But Joker last year averaged 31, 13, and 6. Somewhat similar numbers to what he put up this year. In the playoffs or in the regular season? In that in that playoff series against the Warriors. Okay. So he put up similar numbers, but I think the key was the resurgence and the return of Jamal Murray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because... As we know, Bubble Murray looked like he was on his way to becoming an all-time great. Yep. Blew out his knee, which was just – you hate to see, especially when a player's that great, get hurt. It took him two years. I'm sure Rich at some point was complaining that he was load managing. But, no, he was just trying to get his body back, his knee back. And then you see what Jamal Murray did. He was definitely a piece that was necessary because last year, I think their, their second top score was Will Barton. You know, so having Murray in there, in addition to what Joker was already giving you, 
that was a hell of a one-two punch, man. And they and they definitely they were they were head and shoulders above everyone. They yeah, did he, their thing. Yeah, he threw an Aaron, the Aaron Gordon deal was awesome for him, awesome for the Nuggets. Uh, big guy able to rebound, uh, athletic. He's able to run the floor. Uh, you saw what he was able to do. He had a couple of games where he took over the first quarter and another yeah. game. Set the tone. Took, took over the first half and another game. MPJ didn't play great this series, but played really well in the playoffs yeah, yeah. and this regular season. Uh, and, 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 and in game five, the yeah, elimination game. He had a really good game yesterday. And he had a really good game yesterday. that's the one everyone's going to remember, I, Chris, mm-hmm. 16 and 13. You're right. They're not going to remember that picture you showed me of him taking a jumper with those two <laughs> wide open. No yeah, one's yeah, going to yeah. remember that. It was like the closeout game. You he got was busy. three of 22 or something from three in the first four games. Ugh. And then throws in a 16-13 to help him win. Uh, his kind of emergence, his health, being fully healthy. We saw what he was capable of. Uh, on the, I mean, he's a legit 6'10", uh, capable of on the glass and defensively. Yeah, I, I'm really happy for, for Denver. I'm happy for Jokic and Murray and their fans. I'm happy for Michael Malone. Like this, He's a really, really good head coach. Saw some of the uh, freezing cold takes going around today of, man, it's going to be a shame when Denver misses its championship window because their coach isn't good enough. Well, those are all over now. Like Michael Malone is an NBA champion uh, head coach. And I think this Denver team is going to be remembered pretty fondly. And I think it's something, TJ, we brought up uh, on the big show earlier this week. And I think we should have it right now. Uh, Is Denver going to be one of those championship teams that's one and done? Or is do they have that potential, Adam, to kind of maybe run off two or three of these things, get back to the finals a couple of more times? Uh, What are your thoughts on a possible Denver dynasty? Well, the key to the Denver dynasty will be injuries. And to win an NBA championship, everything really needs to go right. You can't have major injuries. You have to have team chemistry. You have to have guys playing hot at the right time. And with Denver, two of their key players are Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. And if you look at the the past couple years, those guys have been injury-plagued. Porter Jr. with his back, and then obviously Jamal Murray with his ACL. So to me, that's the key. If those guys can stay healthy and not have any major injuries, I think Denver is set up to be a perennial contender for the next five to six years, considering how young those guys are. They're all under 30 still. And you have Jokic still right in the peak of his prime. You have Murray, who still might even get better after this year. He's only 26 years old still. Porter Jr. is only 24. So the injuries will be key, but if you can keep that core together... I can see potentially multiple championships with this team. Yeah, and you look how awesome Bruce Brown was, TJ, in the playoffs, hitting big shots. Christian Braun? like I, You said that he went back-to-back, and I was like, oh, was he on the Warriors last year? No, no I'm an idiot. He was on Kansas last on Kansas. year you know, Christian and won Brown, the national championship. When you have that question, what can Brown do for you? Well, <laughs> for the Nuggets, the Browns... The two Brown's, Browns delivered, man. One looks yeah. like Braun, but it is Brown. Bruce Brown yeah. and Christian Brown, like... Christian Brown won three high school state championships. He then went to Kansas, won a natty, and now back-to-back champion, as as I said. Bruce Brown, like KCP, KCP kind of – he was the only guy on that team, I believe, that had a ring prior to – And he was the only guy over 30. He is is exactly 30. He's the only one 30 and up to get any minutes on on the Nuggets. So, you know, we know how the Stars played. We know how their two alpha dogs played. And then we saw Aaron Gordon, MPJ. 
you know, but you got to give KCP props. You got to give the Browns props, you know, and that's the type of structure and kind of team chemistry that wins you championships because obviously you know your your big dogs got to eat, but it's about the – I don't want to call them bench players because Jimmy Butler hates that. The teammates, the other guys who aren't number one on the call sheet, they're not the stars, man, but they play their roles to perfection. And that's what the Nuggets did, man. They were they were a well-oiled unit. Like, they formed like Voltron, obviously, and to quote Wu-Tang, and, and Joker was the head. But, man, this team, I was impressed. I was impressed. They were so well-coached. They were so well-disciplined. I said that yesterday. Could they be a dynasty? I don't know because, like I said, right now, I'm not sure what the contracts look like. I don't know if maybe someone could opt out or whatever. But you would have to think now that Denver might be a destination, right, Mm -hmm. for some of these vets. Exactly. That's going to be my point. Where do I want to go? I want to go ring hunting. Maybe I want to go there. I want to play with the Joker, man. You know, Tom Pelissero brought up a good point on the big show yesterday where he said, like, football teams don't necessarily have these old vets that they keep on, on, on the rosters, right? But you look at a guy like Uncle Jeff Green, yeah. right? There are videos of him pulling Aaron Gordon to the side and kind of coaching him on the floor mm-hmm. as only like a, a vet that plays the same position could do. And he would tell him, you know, when you got your guy up high, like push him down. And there were just like things that he was telling Aaron Gordon who was soaking it all up and then going out there and, and kind of doing what Jeff had kind of put into his head. So that's why you have these vets that kind of hang around. That's why you have the UDs and guys like that, because they see things and they can relate to these players. And like I said, uh, big props to the Nuggets, man. It was, it it was kind of like a Spurs title where, yeah, it's not always the most exciting, you know, was not going to be a whole lot of sports center highlights, but if you love basketball and you just love great teamwork and basketball played at the truly the highest level, that's what the Nuggets Yeah, that's brought. what I was thinking too, Adam. Is is it now going to be like, man, I just want to play with Joker. Like, this guy's so awesome, and he makes everybody around him better. Uh, I mean, he was their leading – Joel Murray led the finals in assists, but he was their leading assist guy all year. He a- did Joker averaged a triple-double this year, right? For, for the regular for season? The regular season. Um, I'm not a, I think he was close. He was very close. He was very, I mean, look, I like playoffs. to round up personally. So to me, you he, like to round up. I, I but I'm, what like I'm saying is, is that, is it now going to be to TJ's point? Is Denver now a destination it for, has free, to be. for free agents? It so Joker absolutely has to be. Dimes. So to me, that's 10. Okay. So yeah. And, yeah. and I, was lo- I was looking at the stats. Jokic for the playoffs averaged 30 points a game, 13.5 rebounds and 9.5 assists. So he almost... Average a triple-double for <laughs> the playoffs, ridiculous. which is so, a 30-point triple-double. That's absurd. It absolutely is a free agent destination. Who would not want to play with this team? They're so unselfish. <laughs> yeah. Jokic will get you the ball. You will get more money from playing with this team because you will get open shots, open and you will become the best player possible that you can be. And say you go there for like one or two years, you up your stock, and then you get your real money somewhere else after you've potentially won a ring and gotten to play with the most unselfish superstar in the league. I, I think it's a no-brainer. Just look at the style of play. Not in this series, which I want to talk about in a minute. They're up and down. They run. They shoot a ton of threes, and it's just fun. It's fun yeah. basketball. Um, I got to say, also mad props to Denver for adjusting the way they play. The Heat really uglied up this NBA Finals. All of these games were physical. They were low scoring. Yep. The pace was exactly how Miami wanted to play 
I think they just ran out of gas, TJ. I think they were just tired. They really had, they really exhausted themselves they and did. fought and scrapped every single round to win these series. Yes, they got lucky that Giannis got hurt. Yes, they got lucky that Julius Randle twisted an ankle. They got lucky that Tatum twisted his ankle in game seven, but so what? They got lucky they, that Dior DeRozan didn't travel. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> but they still had to beat all those teams. Yeah. You know, they went toe-to-toe. They beat three of the top four teams in the East to get to the NBA Finals, and I think they were just out of gas. Jimmy Butler, I bet we're going to find out something was wrong with him physically. He just wasn't himmy in the finals the way he was in the previous three rounds. Um, But they were able to really ugly up these games, and Denver withstood it, made enough shots, made enough plays. Made enough adjustments. Adjustments, coaching, the power of Murray and Jokic, their ability, they were able to will them through all these games and, and win a championship. And I think that you know needs to be said. Yeah. And Chris, you you know I think a few podcasts ago you said something to the effect of like they're going to have to score. You know Denver's going to score 120 a game. Like they're going to have to score a lot. Right. The most points scored in this NBA Finals were 111 points, and that was by the Heat. Wow. Wow. And That's that was crazy. not the way Denver had been playing. So they adjusted. And Denver and what 109 in their in their win. Their, their that was the highest they had. 109, that is 108. Crazy. Yeah, 104. I, I would never have thought that was going to happen. They had 108 twice. Once in a loss and once in a win. I never thought that would have happened. I thought Denver would have been in the one teens, yeah. 120 this whole finals. Miami did a great job. They're just they were just inconsistent shooting. Yep. Like they weren't against Boston and weren't against the Knicks. And they were undermanned too. Yeah, you and, know. and you can see the the role players that played so outstanding against your Celtics kind of came back to earth. Yeah, I mean, in this where series. was Caleb Martin? Caleb this Martin, he averaged only seven point four points a game. What was he seventeen plus against Boston? Something, something like that. Yeah, and I mean, then and then yeah. obviously you have Gabe Vincent who had uh, good first two games of the finals, and then. Did not play well the final three at all. And then I said before the series started that for the Heat to have a chance, Jimmy Butler needed to score 27 to 30 points a game, and he averaged 21-plus. So Jimmy had a decent series, but he, like you said, he wasn't the guy that we it, all saw in the he first He did nothing last night until the last two minutes, yeah. essentially. And he, was, he had a really bad shooting percentage last night. Yeah. I thought Bam played really well in the series, actually. I think so, too, yeah. Um, I think Bam definitely upped his stock. Yep. Yeah, he played really well. Um, but overall, yeah, the guys who were just playing out of their minds for the Heat in the first few rounds just couldn't really get it done against Denver, and I think that was just the main difference. Yeah, good run by Miami, obviously. You know, can't take anything away from them. It's just curious where they kind of go from here. Dame Lillard. The Miami Heat need to do whatever it takes to trade for him. They need wow. to think about that. You could trade Tyler Hero, one or two first-round draft picks, and Vince, somebody like Caleb Martin. Martin. Yeah, one guys. of those guys. If you're the Miami Heat, he is the perfect piece to the championship puzzle. Oh, you have man. him as the, as the number one guy. Jimmy Butler is the number two, which is perfect for him. I don't think Jimmy Butler is a number one guy in a championship team. He is a great number two, like a Jamal Murray. And if you are able to get Dame Lillard to the Heat, I think you're favored to come out of the East again next year. 
Simply because Dame has gone on record and said that Bam's his boy. And, and he wants to play in Miami. There, or he, he wants to live in Miami. He wouldn't whatever, go there right? had they won the championship. So, oh, you know, it, it, that was something that he said, too. So they didn't win the championship. Wow. It's all going to come down to this day, what Dame wants his legacy. And I don't want to get too far off the Nuggets or the Heat, but it, it's yeah. going to come down to what he wants his legacy to be. Does he want to be that guy who sticks with one team his whole career, which is very admirable? Or does he want to go out and kind of solidify his place in history and get himself a seat at the table that only a championship ring can can get you into that restaurant, so to speak? Yeah, yeah we've never seen Dame Lillard in a NBA Finals type of situation. And we all believe, at least yeah. I believe, that he can be like a Steph Curry type of incredible, like 30-point-a-game, win the NBA Finals type player. And this is his real opportunity to do that. I just don't see that happening of Portland. And like you said, TJ, it's good to be loyal. It's good to be on the same team. But at the same time, if you know your team has no chance to really get there, why not go to another team before you're out of your prime and you don't have that chance yeah. anymore? Yeah, Dame's 32 uh, birthday coming up in July. So it'll be 33 mm -hmm. for next NBA season. It's now or never I mean, really it, for him. It's, yeah, it's kind of in a now or never situation. But um, also, let's just say that he wouldn't get Dame. You look at this team, the, the, four of the very top players are all signed through 2026. So this Heat team's going to be together. Yeah, I guess my point bringing this up is that. Do you is, break them up? Are you going to do it? Are you going to pull a No, no, now? no. I, I'm just saying, as they are right now, are they good enough to win a title? It no. seems like they're missing one piece, right? Well, you got to ask yourself, right? If Tyler had played, if Oladipo had played, how much of a difference would that have made? That's Could that true. have. Stretch this out. I'm not saying they could have won. Could definitely would have made it a more competitive series. So, but, but if Hero's in there, we don't get the Cable Martin series against Boston. We don't get Gabe Vincent probably getting a number of shots that he got right here. Hero's kind of eaten up those looks, I believe. Same thing yeah. with Old Depot, even though he's more of a defender. Yeah, and he didn't. He career. didn't play a, a tremendous uh, a lot of basketball this year. I remember yeah. he had a lot of DNPs, but. I, I don't know, man. I, I think that this Heat team, like I said, they're, they're a good team. They're a very good team. They have their core signed for another three years. So, I mean, you know, it's all about what Pat Riley, Alonzo Mourning, that front office wants to do. They want to stick with this team. Obviously, there are improvements that can be made and probably do need to be made if they do want to take that next step. I just wanted on the record that my fears before the playoffs of Miami were vindicated. <laughs> Didn't want to play them. <laughs> Didn't want Boston to play them in the yeah, first round. Yeah, you said round. that from, from the game. I'm like, nope, I want no part of this Heat team, and it's because of kind of what we saw in the playoffs. They're super scrappy. I mean, I don't love the the, the idea or the notion of Heat culture, but it seems like it's a real thing. Why don't you like the idea of that? I think I just don't like their fans. But truly, how many Miami Heat fans do you know that you – like talk to on a regular i don't you know what I, it I is really see, I, I know a few heat fans i, I know a few and they're but, all super cool and so i don't have you know I what it is i think it's because I, I listen to levitard sometimes and, oh, okay and they're they've got a few few guys who are <laughs> so obnoxiously pro heat obviously because they're a miami based show yeah okay and it's just kind of just like oh miami like jimmy butler's on any other team i'd love him he'd be my, one of my favorite players <laughs> just because the way he plays and mm. the style and the grit and the heart you know, I, I think that that stuff matters and whether, you know, take away, strip away the name and the identity of heat culture, but it's the way they play, the way they're constructed starts from the top down, Pat Riley, Alonzo morning, and it goes all the way to the last guy on the bench. Uh, you know, the teammate, as Jimmy Butler would say, he doesn't want to call them bench players. 
Um, it's really admirable. They, 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 what they did this year, I don't think should be forgotten. It's been, oh. it was really impressive. An eight yeah. seed going to the NBA Finals. And I mean, they're really, look, really a seven seed. They were the seventh okay. best team in the East. And you look at it, they were, what, three games away from a championship if you want to put a twist Cra- on crazy. it. Crazy. So, yeah. What I they did this year that. was so impressive. And I just think they ran out of gas. I just, I think it's a real thing. You just, you're just exhausted. Yes. Kind of like Boston last year. They, they, that crew had played so many playout games, basketball games in the year plus. They're just, they, you know, they're just exhausted. Yeah, you do run out of gas. Inexperience, and you're just tired. And they're one guy who a lot of people will say is a superstar, Jimmy Butler. He played like it in the first three rounds, but in the finals, he just wasn't the number one superstar that yeah. you expect. Yep. So that was just. You know, the main difference. And, and you need a full team. Look at what Denver just pulled off. You need a full team. You need eight guys. You really need it. You can't win with seven. You're not going to win with six, obviously. You need a full eight plus, maybe nine, to win an NBA championship. And and Denver did it. Congratulations to them. This now changes every conversation about them uh, forever now. Jokic and Jamal Murray and Michael Malone as a head coach and mm-hmm. MPJ and KCP and Aaron Gordon as a uh, you know, contributing superstar, you know, stars. Uh, this changes everything now. And now the conversation is going to turn to to Jokic. And I've been saying it for weeks now is where he where you put him on the all time list. And he is rapidly climbing mm-hmm. the all time list. And if he can put together two, three more of these type seasons, gets back to another finals, maybe they win another ring. Suddenly we're talking about him, TJ, uh, as blasphemous as it is going to be to you. Uh, about Hakeem Olajuwon, about the number one, yeah. one of the one of the top centers of all time. Yeah, um, he gets that second ring. Get ready, buddy. I yeah. understand, as you know, as you said before, talk is talk. But to me, like I just, he would have to win. I don't know three, four titles for me to put him in the top five centers of all time. Because you look at the top five. I mean, just me personally, centers a good group. You have. You have to say Bill Russell, even though I didn't see him play. You have to say Wilt Chamberlain. Then you have to go Kareem. You have to go Dream. You have to go Shaq. I, it would take a lot for me to knock one of those guys out of my top. Only one title for Wilt. Yeah, but I mean, it's Wilt Chamberlain, bro. He I, I has know. literally every other record. I understand. You know, I, I know. the probably second. I'd have to say. Shaq was probably the most dominant player. Different game when Wilt Different played. Different game when Wilt played. Um, but again, you know, I, I, I'm not big on these lists, guys, because I know, I to me it's just though. like there's no way to, to quantify or validate these lists because as I'm very fond of saying, until Doc Brown finishes that DeLorean and we can hit 88 and go back in time and pull some guys and bring them back to the future here, these lists are just, like I said, you're going to have a list. Our Adam's going to have a list. I'm going to have a list. But we did so, this the other day, pre-show, yeah. Adam. TJ and I were coming up with the top, was it 15? Top 15. We yeah. were coming up with top 15, and we essentially had the exact same list minus two, right? Minus two, yeah. So let's make it a top 17. At the end of Joker's career, is he in the top 17? Who on, who on your list and my list does he jump? <laughs> oh, let's project it out. Let's say he gets one more title. Okay. Uh, another MVP and makes it back to another NBA Finals. Top seventeen. Does he crack your top seventeen? Does he take out Dirk? I think he takes out Dirk. Well, Dirk was in yours. Dirk was on mine. Um, Elvin Hayes. I'll give him this: if he gets multiple championships based upon his skill set 
and his MVPs. I'll, I, to make it not an argument, I'll say, yeah, top 25. Top 25 all time? We could put him in there okay. without much of an argument. That is providing he gets one or two more rings. All right, Adam, top 25 for Joker, and then I have another question for you after. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what your guys' list are, but... Um, here, here it's was probably our, the same. It's probably Adam the same t- as yours. Yeah, yeah take yeah. A, take so a he, second to write down your top. Yeah, 15. just write I'm down sure, your top fifteen. I'm it's sure probably going to be, be very similar. We have MJ, LeBron, Kareem, Magic Bird, Russell, Wilt, Shaq, Kobe, Tim Duncan, um, Elgin Baylor, Hakeem, Oscar Robertson, Elvin Hayes, Steph, Dirk, Doctor J, Doctor J, Moses Malone, Moses Malone. So you know that's pretty much a top twenty. Yeah, I mean, I think he can definitely crack the, the like maybe like the teens. For sure, if he wins another championship, the guy's still only 28 years old. He and the thing with Jokic also is that his game will not decline that much as he gets older because he doesn't jump. You know, he can barely <laughs> jump over over a, a book. Yeah, right. So I've never seen him dunk. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So, but that's not the a thing. <laughs> so many. So you see so many players. You know, like the James Hardens of the world. Not to get you salty, TJ, but you see guys like that where it's, you know, that that decline because they rely on their athletic ability, and right. Jokic just isn't that guy that relies on that. So I could see him going for another, he's 28 now, I could see him playing like this for at least another six, seven years if yeah. he keeps himself in shape. So you have another six, seven years of this prime Jokic. I don't see another reason why they can't win at least another ring. And then if he wins two rings, you have to put him in the discussion of being better than Hakeem Olajuwon. You have to put him in the discussion of being better than Elvin Hayes um, and whoever else you mentioned uh, towards the end of, of that list. And Moses, Dr. Moses, J. Yeah, Dr. J. Dr. J, as great as he was, as he was, and he only played in the NBA for you know a few years. He didn't play his entire career there, but he only had one ring. And so if you have more rings than him, you have more rings than Elvin Hayes, you have as many rings as Akeem, he has to be part of that in terms of that discussion being at that level. How about this for a what if for you guys? These guys are both the same age, 28 years old. They each have won titles in the last three years. The rest of their careers, who do you got winning more championships, Giannis or Joker? That's a great question. Giannis or the Joker the last in the next, I don't know, say eight years. I mean, it's such an impossible question to answer because two years ago you asked us that and it's going to be Giannis, right? For sure. For sure. Now you ask, is that in recency bias is going to say maybe Joker? But the fact of the matter is, there's a chance that neither one of those guys win a championship again. Right. You know? So you really, it's so hard. The league's so competitive. And also, Adam, you said something about eight more years. I, obviously, he was excited, even though outwardly he didn't show it. <laughs> Do you really believe this man's going to stay around for another eight years? Because something tells that's me that's after good, yesterday, I feel like point. maybe like five years and he's going to be like, peace. That I'm is a good out. point. That is a so good point. Is he going to have the st- is he going to have the desire to stay around and play till he's, you know, 38, 39, 40? I don't know the man. I've never seen him in person. I've never spoken to him. But just based upon my eyes, what I see, and the way he seems to have this affinity for, like, he treated this like a nine-to-five last night, guys. He treated this like a job. And I know, Chris, you know, you and I talked earlier before the show about, like, people celebrate differently. And I completely get that. But we all know, well, we all know we've never done it, but we understand how hard it is to win a championship in any sport. My man got done, 
you wouldn't have known had you just turned the TV on while he was getting interviewed. You wouldn't have known if he won four games to oh or lost oh zero games to four. Like you wouldn't have known he just won an NBA title. So I understand like that's his makeup and that's how he is and he wants to get home. But I, I, I just don't know. I don't know if he's going to be a guy who's playing till he's 38, 39 years old. I'm not sure. I guess that's what makes him so good, right? You know, you're you're this the whole time. You're even yeah, keeled. Yeah, I respect you're that. Not too high. You're not too low. Like I know personally, like obviously my favorite player of all time, Michael Jordan. He cried his first time winning it, and then he cried hysterically on the fourth championship. And then you see Jokic after the game, just literally just shaking all of the Heat mm-hmm. players' hands first, which is a very classy gesture. But usually, what happens when somebody wins a ring is they celebrate and then they give the the handshakes maybe after. Right. This guy goes right to the Heat players. He shakes all of their hands, and you don't see. Any emotion, he just says, we get to go home now. Like, there's yeah, no emotion at all. Yeah. He started to get a little more celebratory in the locker room. I'm sure some champagne was in him. He started I to have fun. I think when his, you know, is his daughter, right? When his daughter yeah. came out, like, that was really cool. Did you see him dunk Murray in the pool? Yeah, yeah. that was hilarious. That was fun. But, like, on the court, though, this guy, just like you said, TJ, it looks like it was just another day at the office. He seemed like he worked a 12-hour shift and then got told you got to put two extra hours in of overtime. <laughs> and he's just like, oh. Now I get to go home. Like, and I understand, you know, you're probably tired. You put in the work. And that's just probably his personality. But even so, when the team was celebrating, they kind of did like an overhead shot. He literally was behind. He like did his thing. And then he took his daughter and he was behind the entire mob of people that was on that stage. And when you see it. He was just like standing there talking to somebody, but he wasn't in the mix. He wasn't in the celebration. When they took the picture and all the stars were sitting on the sitting on the stage and all the like the teammates or the bench guys he was at the very end holding his daughter like i don't even know if he made the team picture to be honest with him. i did see yeah. him in some photos but he was way off to the yeah, side and the from back. the tv side he was way to the yeah. left yeah you know and i like i said it's admirable i i personally i enjoy a little bit of you know get it off your chest and say it with your chest but hey man no no disrespect if yeah, that's how you like, celebrate that's how you feel i like to see the emotion come out that's beautiful to see because you saw it with murray um me personally i'm very sensitive i know i would cry if i, if I was the nba and i want sure. a championship and so i always kind of um maybe not necessarily respect but i'm i'm kind of uh I admire somebody who's so even keel all yeah. the way. It's yeah. almost like a, a Buddhist way of 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 living life, Super where it's just stoic. not yeah. too high, not too low. Yeah. And I think that's a great way to uh, to live, especially with with playing sports. How emotions can actually hurt you as much as they can help you. Yeah, it's it's wild. It's wild. I love everything about yeah. this. I mean, guy. he definitely he. Definitely didn't party like Aaron Gordon last it's night. Not like Aaron, <laughs> it's not like Aaron Gordon. You know, but you saw him. It, it, you look at some of the videos from the locker room, and it was like the man didn't even know what to do with a bottle of champagne. It was just like, <laughs> he was just kind of like, he was oh, just kind of like, hey. uh, and there's something I want to say here, and I, I wanted to make an analogy, but I don't think I can say it into the microphone, so I'm going to tell you guys after oh, nice. we're done. But it was kind of like he takes the champagne bottle, like, eh, okay. <laughs> and he throws uh, it down. Yeah, you guys but, you do know, it. You guys he do was it. having fun with his teammates, pouring beer on their head, throwing each other in the pool. And like, so he definitely, I think he maybe just reserved his emotions for when he got in the back with that core group, because let's be honest, those are the guys he went to battle with every day for five months. Yeah. And and then the parade in Denver is going to be on Thursday. So I'm I'm kind of hoping we see uh, a little bit more personality out of Joker. Everyone says he's a really funny guy and he does have a great personality, just doesn't show it, you know, to the press and stuff. So 
I am hoping at the parade we're going to see like <laughs> yeah. not not full on Kelsey Gronk performance at the parade yeah. or or uh, PJ Tucker a few years ago with the Bucks. <laughs> yeah, remember PJ Tucker had the full yes. big gold bottle Ace of Spades. <laughs> But it's also like but just can, something in the middle. I yeah, want to just well, see fun. Well, Joker. Can you remember well, when people would come out and be like, no, Tim Duncan's really funny. And everyone's like, wait, what? They think like, Bill hey, Belichick's hey, super hey, funny. Hey, okay. Same sure. with Kawhi. People say Kawhi's yeah. really funny. Uh, hopefully one day we'll get to <laughs> see as a, I mean, Kawhi's already got two of them things. It gives me hope that maybe one day, maybe one you day know, but I, I don't know. Maybe but man, day. congrats, you know, celebrate the way you want to of course, celebrate. Of course. Bottom line is no one can ever take this away from what, what those guys did it was phenomenal and you know i give a shout out to some guys some long-term vets you know like deandre jordan former clipper got a ring Uh, reggie Reggie jackson Jackson. and ish smith right ish smith has played for 13 teams in his nfl nba sorry ish smith has played for 13 teams in his nba career and the man finally got himself a piece of jewelry so that says a lot about persistence the man got cut or traded so many times and he just kept hanging on and you know he finally reached the summit man so so props to him, too, even though he didn't obviously play a huge part on the court. But we don't know what these guys do in practice. We yeah, don't know what, yeah. you know, the, these vets, like I said, they, they see things maybe that Malone doesn't see. They kind of put their wisdom to the younger guys. So I'm sure each one of them probably got into someone's ear who was playing a lot and helped them out, helped make them better. So, Hey, I wanted to mention this in terms of we were just talking about Jokic and in terms of how he might, who knows, he might retire early. It made me think, I was thinking about that last night where you see this guy, he plays so hard, he plays such a beautiful game, but I do also wonder like if he genuinely loves the game. You know what I mean? Like Because you, you, you think know. like you need to have yeah. a love of the game to win, to be an MVP, best player in the league, but maybe you don't though. So it had me thinking like, does, yeah. does he genuinely have the passion of like a Kobe or a you know, even a LeBron or these guys, you know, that really love the game. And I don't know, but he played like it. So I guess that's all that matters. Adam, I saw this me this thing today, and I don't know if he said this or it could have been something that someone just made up on Instagram, but there was a shot of him and there was a quote underneath it. And like I said, I don't know if he really said it, but it, and now I, I can't remember exactly, but it essentially said, it's a job. Who really likes their job? <laughs> like, you know, uh, so right. kind of giving kind of credence to yeah, what yeah, you yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know if that's something he said or if that's just something that somebody tried to be funny to make up. But, yeah, he definitely did treat it like like a job, well, it's which like, is what it's it like, is. I bring it up to you all the time, Adam, that um, that Neil Brennan tweet about Kawhi, where uh, Kawhi seems like the guy who works a nine-to-five and <laughs> – Goes home yeah. to his family in Riverside, and they have no idea what he does. Yeah, just <laughs> just, dad went to work for. A dad few went hours. to work for a few hours, and now he's home for dinner. <laughs> yeah. like, you know what I mean? Jokic seems like the same thing. Like I can't wait for the videos that we're gonna probably come out next week of him with his horses and yeah, his red, back in Serbia, just walking down the street, and everyone's like, "Hey." And it hey, would probably be true. If his daughter wasn't there, she probably wouldn't know what her dad did for work. You know, I mean, obviously no. she's so little. I mean, his but. maniac brothers and like, you know, I, I've, I don't know. Yeah, but he doesn't seem like he's a killer like Kobe and MJ and LeBron. Doesn't seem. Yeah, doesn't it seem doesn't like seem it. like he's obsessed with basketball. Yeah, okay, we you know say that, I mean? but then you see those shots of him where he's going and not a lot, but he's just losing his crap on on the bench mm-hmm. when something's going wrong. I did love that, that clip. Point, that yeah. was awesome. And he even he had a quote where he said he saw Bruce Brown taking a step back three, and he goes, "At first, I wanted to punch him." But then yeah. he hit it, so I was like, great. <laughs> and it was like, so, I mean, 
I mean, yeah, we did see it. He did. He did. Uh, you know, caught a cheap shot. Uh, one of the, one of the Morris twins. And remember the year before? What, two years two before years that, and that, he had that massive that... swipe and got ejected from a playoff game for that. I mean, like, obviously, there's something inside of he's him. He's got the yeah, dog in him when yeah, necessary. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely definitely has a dog, the competitive spirit for sure. Yeah. But is he a killer like Kobe and and Mike? Probably. <laughs> probably be seen. Probably he might not. be surrounded by killers. You know what I'm Maybe. saying? Maybe. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Maybe. Uh, Denver repeat next year. You know what? I think it's too early. Let's let them just bask in their glory before. And <laughs> Mad Dog had an insane list today of like teams to watch out for or like title favorites for yeah, next year. He had Golden State won, right? Boston wasn't even on it. <laughs> like, what are we doing? I saw Trey Young tweeted like we're next or something. <laughs> yeah, like, what? Yeah. You and you and Murray are going to get back. Like, what like, are you talking yeah, about? Like, what about te- it, guys? Here's what a team, team are you going to be on, Trey Young? First yeah. title in 47 years. Like, yeah, if you've never won. You got to sit there and think, yeah, why not? Why yeah. couldn't we? Because three years ago, if I'd have said, well, three years ago was the bubble and they did go to the final, conference finals. So, yeah, maybe. But no one, like I said, nobody at the beginning of the season was Who picking knows? the Nuggets to, you know, have the Larry OB trophy in their possession. So you really just don't know. You never know because the game of basketball is you kind of ride a wave, you get hot, you stay healthy. And you have to have all the stars aligned for you. And who knows? Maybe one day you too can uh, do the job and then go home, just yeah. like Joker. And I like the, I like I in terms the of the, of the Nuggets that they are a homegrown team that they drafted yeah. Jokic in the second round, mm-hmm. who's has to be at this point besides Dennis Rodman. He arguably now is the greatest second oh. round pick in NBA yeah. history by far. And then it was during a Taco Bell commercial. Yeah, literally, oh, really? it was in a commercial. Yeah, it was, it he was got a, drafted on the bottom on the line. Banner. Yeah. You didn't see the st- the screen grab yesterday. I don't, th- I don't think I saw that. It was during I mean, like showing that screen grab for years, though. Yeah, it yeah. was during a Taco Bell commercial. He yeah. got drafted. Oh, he's got a. They've got to do a commercial. Well, they said they were saying like just bring back that whatever meal it was at Taco Bell because I don't think it got. I think it's discontinued. But I guarantee Jokic has never had one taco from Taco Bell in his entire that guy looks life. Like he's, he only eats he's, Taco not, Bell. he's not exactly uh Giannis built he probably has had his fair share of tacos Let's I love that I picture he's more of an Arby's guy I love that <laughs> I love that picture of him as a kid where he's like super fat he's yeah. like 12 or something I love that photo going around there was also another one when he was what, five th- with the nuggets five with the yeah. nuggets sweatshirt but see I'm, I'm like hesitant because yeah, I don't know what to believe anymore that could have been easily photoshopped so I'm like did he really have this so, on did somebody I, just, I don't know I don't know but let's know. just give you know the benefit of the doubt and say, yeah, there was a picture of him five years old wearing a Denver Nugget a Denver Nuggets. sweatshirt. So. And I didn't realize this. I was looking this up. Uh, one of his brothers played basketball in Europe, and the other played at a D1 college here. I don't remember which one. The smaller but, one played in. The less frightening one played at the <laughs> D1 college here. Those so. guys are frightening. And you have to believe that. No, no, Adam. One of them. Is one of them the is, other one is like head out. to toe tatted the other one up. looks like he could yeah. be the 12th man on the team, like Willie Hernan Gomez or something. But his older brother, man, like, let me tell you, you don't. That man came down. He almost down body slammed a Joker after the game. Picked his 7-foot, 280-pound <laughs> yeah. baby brother up like he was five and was just, like, <laughs> shaking him. And it was just like, yo, no, I definitely don't want no smoke with that guy, I've man. never seen a, a scarier pair of siblings that... 
yeah. <laughs> that Jokic has in the NBA ever. And by um, the way, the Morris twins are from Philly. And one thing I've always said, yeah. coming from Pennsylvania, guys I don't fight. know nobody from Philly that can't fight. Right. Okay, no, no, I mean boys, girls, kids, everybody I know from Philly can squabble a little bit. So I, I mean, I, I don't. That would be interesting if they had to go head up. But let's hope it never gets. But to you that. have to give them credit also. I'm sure they had a, a massive impact on his development as a basketball player. Yeah, because made, of, made him tougher. I'm yeah, sure. they're 11, tough, 12 years man. older than him. And so they're teaching him everything at a younger age, and he's able to develop at a quicker pace than if he didn't have those guys. So yep. shout out to the Jokic brothers, just yeah. because I don't want them to beat me up at some time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's going to do it. It's been an awesome NBA season. So here's the deal. Uh, NBA draft in a couple of weeks. We'll come back and do a pod then. And then winning, winning time, season oh, two. Baby. August, baby. August 6th. Can't so we're going to be back. Go. We're going to be back. You're going to love this because it's all Lakers and Celtics. So this we're, is probably going to be your we're favorite We're going to review winning time each week, right? Let's do Why it. Not? Why not? Why not? Oh, it's going to be awesome. Looks like they're doing the 81-82 season or something like that based on the preview yesterday. Oh, I saw it was Bird and Magic. It and looks like Pat Riley's the head coach. Yeah. And Bird is bad. This guy who plays Larry Bird is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're going to be back for the NBA draft in a couple weeks. And then we'll be back. Uh, in August to recap winning time each episode. So that's going to be great. Thank you guys for listening, watching throughout Appreciate the year. You. Awesome Thank NBA season. Congrats to the Denver Nuggets. No congrats, doubt. Adam. Congrats, TJ. You congrats guys are the best as well. You guys, you guys and we best. will see you guys next week. Peace. Later.